podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. I'm Quinny. I'm Jay. Quick episode for you, nice little special one. We're just going to go over the week's events. So, talk about the two Arsenal games. We'll talk about Bruce there. We'll talk about Mane, and uh, we'll go over the Villa game on Sunday. So, um, what did you make of the game on Monday, Jay? Obviously, the three-one win. That was made up. Um, I said in the last podcast, I think we had, we had to score an early goal to stop them defending. I think we coped well with them scoring first, and now we we should be scored straight after. Um, I don't think there was there was never a, a worry that we weren't going to win the game based on how we played but obviously when you're only 2-1 up you, anything can happen as we've seen with Lacazette but um, I think when Jota came on mate he was, he was brilliant I think a few of our fans have gone about Timo Werner and the, the cost of him he could have got him but Jota's already shown why he fits our system a bit better he just works his ass off he could have had an attack so it was made up with the performance overall both defensively and, and offensively I thought we were great Yeah I agree I mean I think for their goal, obviously, it's the the Robbo mistake. He he looks like he's just took his eye off the ball for a, a second. Um, yeah. I think we maybe it's hard to say, but I think maybe we could have been a little bit better overall for their goal. Like like we mentioned, you know, playing high line, it's we're always going to have attacks in behind us, kind of thing. So we expected that. We expected Arsenal to get around it once or twice. Um, as I say, I think maybe Gomez was probably a little bit out of position, but not. Not too much that I don't. It might might have had effect on the outcome of the way they scored and or anything like that. But again, we've mentioned it in the past. I think Gomez just. Other than that, don't get me wrong. Gomez was was fantastic during the game and probably man of the match. Um, but I think he was just a little a little bit behind the play when it comes to their goal. Yeah, I say credit credit when it's due. On the last podcast, I said about him chasing his tail and that, and um, I thought he I thought he was one of the best players on the on the park against Arsenal. She was a little bit out of position for their goal, maybe, but top and bottom of it, the ball goes to Robbo. It should be, it should be cleared. Yeah, realistically, so if, if he clears it, there's no, there's no conversation about it. So exactly, I yeah. would say Gomez was brilliant on the day, probably man of the match. Yeah, I agree. As I say, he was, he was fantastic. I don't, to be honest, I don't think there's, there's a player that had a bad game on Monday. Um, I think everybody performed really well. Um, Mane, I think he done well because he, he's, he's so like. Um, He's so like he's always so up for it. He's always so psyched for the game. So getting the yellow card early on, I really thought it was going to affect him. Like I thought he 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 can be the type of player if it's not going his way, he might be a little bit rash sometimes. Yeah, um, I thought he was going to get sent off. To be honest, as soon as I seen that, that's yeah, so did I. Punch kick thing that he done. <laughs> it was, um, but he, he held he held his own. He was he was feisty as always, but he was still he was still tackling. He was still tricky. So. Can't ask for, for much more, really. No, you can't. As I say, I think everybody was was brilliant. I think Salah, uh, what annoyed me was when he took the ball off Jota. Yeah. Uh, that that pissed me off. Well, Did... I think we discussed, didn't we, when we were, we were talking about Salah and Mane and what what different the difference between them. Um, I think Salah's just got that that more greedy streak in him. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, though, it was nice to see him try and set Jota up after it because he knew he fucked up. Yeah. Well, that's it. I think if if Salah doesn't go for that ball, Jota's scoring there anyway. Um, yeah, we'd like to think so, but also it's it's one of them. If if Jota slightly positions himself a bit different and it falls to Salah, Salah's scoring. So I don't think it's 
I don't think it's a case like he's on the line and he's got in his way. He's on the edge of the box, and I think Salah's just tried to strike it. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, I agree. Um, but then I think you're always going to get that from a greedy striker, and that's why he scores so many goals because he's he's horrible. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. If not, if you haven't got one horrible striker who wants to score all the time, then you don't score enough goals. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think, like you say, defensively we were very good. I think Allison couldn't do a thing for the goal. He's obviously misjudged. I wouldn't even say misjudged. I think he's probably nine times out of ten. Lacazette doesn't scuff that shot, and Allison probably saves it because he's guessed right. But he scuffs it. It goes into the ground and it beats Allison. There's nothing he can do about that. Other yeah, than he's that, already down, isn't he? yeah. Other than that, Allison was was brilliant. Um, obviously to save one on one, I thought yeah, goal hundred percent here, but. Alison Elders Grandi, he's done well to to stop you know to stop that happening, because uh, you know Arsenal. I think second half Arsenal did attack more, and I think we probably played even. I think we played a bit better second half than first half. In all honesty, I think we we let the, the first half we let them do what they were doing at the back. I think it was centre sections the group group chat saying how many times they're going to side this pass now from the back we were pressing them every single time but fair play to them they, they kept the system and they carried on doing it they done it on Thursday as well they kept playing that so I think that's why when they ask Klopp about the high line stuff like that when you know 50% of the time you're going to win the ball back in their half and you've got to do it Yeah. there's no there's no point sitting back it's a risk because they've got Lacazette and Aubameyang and that coming at you but you, you've, got to, you've got to take that risk in teams like that yeah, I agree. Um, I think I want a special bit of shout out for uh, for Trent. You know, for a, a right back who supposedly can't defend. I don't think Aubameyang gave him many problems. I thought he coped with him. Yeah, I thought he coped with him brilliantly. In all honesty, he was absolutely brilliant, lad. Superb. I think he was analysing him and saying like the confidence he looks like he's got. The, the little touches he was taking in behind the defenders and then crossing it. His crossing was spot on as well. But yeah. looking at his defending. He was always back. He was always there. To the, every time Aubameyang got the ball, mate, he, he was there. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Really was. Uh, so, moving on to Thursday's game. Same opponents, obviously. Very different team. Um, me, personally, I don't think we des- I don't think we deserve to go out. And I don't think we actually played that bad. No, I agree. I don't think we played bad at all. I think it's another one of them days where... <laughs> a look on our side... We're not going in it. Drawing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we should have had a penalty. Yeah. A definite penalty. Um, could could have took a few more chances. Was it, they could have had a few as well. It was a close game. It was close, but I think once it went to penalties, there's just something about this Liverpool team. I knew I knew Rigi was going to miss. I knew he was going to yeah, miss. Yeah, you could tell straight away. He didn't look like he wants to take one. No. Um, yeah. At the, at the moment... Out the whole squad, he's my big concern because I've backed him to the hilt. I've absolutely backed him because he scored some massive goals, and I don't think this team would be where they are without some of the important goals he scored. But he's just standing out now as as a player who's not quite the same level as anybody else. Just yeah. already he's overtaken him. Looks a lot better than him. See, for um, me with Origi, it, it almost seems like he's he's in the mindset like of well, I scored I scored twice against Barca. I scored in the final. I've scored goals against Everton. It's like I'm not asked. I don't need to do anything else. I my place, my legacy at Liverpool is is cemented. 
like I'm not asked. You know, that's how it feels with him at the minute. He's he's, what, he's strutting around like like he's got the ability to carry on. Where he can just turn around when he wants, and unfortunately, he hasn't. He is literally. I just say, Joshua, come here, come on, and on on Monday and fucking ran round everywhere. Yeah, was just put more work in. Origi's reminds me a bit like a Balotelli. He's just trotting round the pitch. And he's not good enough to do that. Yeah. So, I'm, and it mightn't be arrogance. It might be what he's been told to do. But from from watching on the telly and seeing him, not really chasing down and stuff, seeing the, the way he was walking for the penalty, he just had no confidence in him. Um. So, not, on Thursday when we played, I just had no confidence when it went to penalties and we were out. No, same. Um, I think the one I, I was surprised Wilson missed. You know, he's bigged up as this set-piece specialist and stuff like that. And to be honest, I think he was probably the one player who didn't really have a good game on Thursday, I thought. Considering he's meant to be, as I say, this set-piece specialist, every corner was over, either over-hit or under-hit. As I say, his penalty wasn't very good. Um, You know, I put on Twitter, I can see why he's being looked at as being in the shop window at the minute. Yeah, well, you've discussed it before, haven't you? You've called him a bit of a Beckham where in games like that where you'd expect him to stand out, he is just, he'll take the old free kick or corner. Um, and not, I haven't seen a lot of him. I've only seen him at, at smaller clubs where he's he has done exactly that. But I think you're right. I don't think he's really going to fit into the team based on what I've seen. He's not going to get many opportunities when you've got players like Curtis Jones and that there. No, not at all. Um, unfortunately, I think... If you, if you can get 20 odd million for him, then bite, bite then the hand off. It's another, I think it's another case of Jordan Ibe where we all wanted him to do well, so we're bigging him up more than he needs to be, more than he deserves to be bigged up. And Possibly, I, I yeah. remember, you know, when, when we were getting it, well, when Jordan Ibe was coming through and Sterling was going, me and you both said he's better than Sterling. And yeah, we did. And I think some, that's, I've, I've discussed this before, how fickle football is. But there was times when you had Liverpool fans saying, I'm not really asked, Torres has gone because Andy Carroll's coming in because yeah. he scored one goal against us. And it's just, just nuts. But it's what, that's what makes footy footy. We all change our minds every couple of, couple of days. Yeah, exactly. Um, but as I say, with Wilson, I did want to see him in, I want to see him in the squad at least, but I just can't see a place for him with all them midfielders. He's not an... I could have seen him from when he was younger playing like on the left or the right, but he hasn't, he hasn't got that driving him no it, but say so we're judging him based on that one game but that's the game where he's trying to grab him by the scruff of the neck that, that Kruik did he was absolutely outstanding yeah he was fantastic um, I've, I've always he, liked him he's from day one sentiment. yeah he's no he was player you would like to see after a performance like that Klopp think you know what that was to put him in the shop window should we be selling yeah um, I thought both Williamses were, were very good as well. Uh, I think Nico, Nico grew into the game. I thought he was a bit nervous at first, and maybe that's because of the, you know, some of the shit he was getting, uh, you know, the the week before for the for the mistake in the Lincoln game. But I thought once he'd settled into the game, I thought he was brilliant, and I thought Reese Williams was just phenomenal. Totally agree. Thought Reese was thought Reese was absolutely outstanding. Um, he he's just. He just looks like he's just copying Van Dyke, and if he can if he can do that and become similar to, similar performance to him, obviously he's going to do all right. Yeah. Thought Nico, um, 
Paul, as he grew into the game, he did. He started started off a little bit weird. He wouldn't say much, and then he was doing step overs and he was taking players on, and he made a few vital challenges. Well, thought he had a great game. Yeah, I think the yeah. one thing he, he probably the only real thing you can say about him in that game is you know where he's had that shot when there's been three three players in the middle, but that that's just a decision making thing that'll come. So yeah. I'm you know I'm not bothered about him trying. It was nil nil. You know sometimes. It's, it's a it's a once in a lifetime goal. Sometimes it flies in the top corner. Every other time it goes right down the keeper's throat as it did. So it's one of them. He had a goal. Uh, he was trying to you know he was trying to take the game by the scruff of the neck a little bit. You could say. And you need to, you need a player like that. Now just it's one of them as well. If he plays the pass and it, it gets it gets intercepted, you scream and why didn't you shoot from there on the other yeah. box? You can't win if it doesn't pay off, can you? No, that's one of them lads. It's just um, if, if personally if it was me, I'd have shot. Yeah. Same, probably. There was a big gap, big gap to shoot into. Uh, he hasn't hit it as well as he likes to, or as hard. But just one of them. Yeah. But no, it's, it's one of them. It's just an energy drink cup now, isn't it? So we're not bothered. Um, yeah, yeah, as soon as he's out, that's it. Yeah. Nothing else cup. No, in fairness, it would have been nice to, to go with further in it, just to give some of these players another run out. But I think I think Reese Williams, Nico Williams, Steve, you know, Curtis Jones, they've shown, even in the two games, that the, you know, they are there's a reason that they're mixing with the first team and you know we could see them play well Curtis Jones especially we're going to see in the Premier League we know that much but I think Reese Williams especially he's the one that's come out of the blue I don't think anybody was expecting to see him in the starting lineup for anything this season especially with Cometio coming through um, but he's took his chance and he's you know he's done brilliant so far so I, I wouldn't mind seeing him in a few Premier League games if need be Arsenal 
there was no reason he went out other than looking at the draw on penalties. Yeah. That, yeah, we, we deserve to go through. That's the overall. If there's, so, um, not being that's it. If there's one competition, you, if you have to choose a competition to go out of throughout the season, it's the Carol, that's the one you're going to choose, you know what I mean? So, it's one of them, you, you move on, there's bigger fish, fish to fry, as you say. Um, so, we'll go on to Rian Brewster now. So, obviously, he's uh, made his move to Sheffield United, 23 and a half million. Yeah. Um, with a buyback clause, which hasn't, you know, the amount hasn't been published yet, but you, you'd imagine it's going to, what I've read is it's going to represent his market value if he does reach the level that Liverpool believe he can do. So I reckon yeah. you're probably talking, you know, 40, maybe 50 million potentially. I don't know. I say without I, it being published. I but... 86 million is meant to be the clause, but um, as you say, I, I don't think it's, it's it's ideal for them to strike, to strike that deal if the, the, the Bayern to score goals, and I think he will score goals at Sheffield United. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm open. I'm hoping it's shrewd business by Liverpool and not a mistake because I really like the look of him. I think he should be should have been involved. Uh, as I said it before, also Rigi, out of Apple. But as I said, I like, I like a Rigi. I think he's been great for the club, but I'd have preferred to have moved the Rigi on and kept Brewster. Yeah, if I had to, if it was me deciding, yeah, that'd be the same. I think uh, um... but I think I think I do personally think this is a like a like an overdraft Liverpool are going to get given 25 20 odd million now and they're going to pay back a little bit more in the future yeah. to, to, to get him back because he, he is if he's seated right and he's under the right management which he, he is he could be definitely um, I think he'll, he'll do well he'll yeah. do very well I agree I think there's, there's no real downside to it from Liverpool's point of view except for obviously that we're losing Brewster for this season but he obviously he doesn't want to sit on the bench, um, which probably says a lot about him and Arigi at the same time. Maybe Arigi's happy to sit on the bench, come on, you know, for ten minutes, fifteen minutes at the end. Brewster obviously isn't that way inclined. He's a young lad. He wants to play. Sheffield United look like they're going to be treating him as their main striker. Um, so if he goes and scores goals, fantastic. Liverpool will buy him back. If he doesn't go and do quite as well as we'd hope, then we've. We've got twenty three and a half million from them, so for me, it, it it's an it's a no lose scenario for Liverpool. Yeah, to be honest, I think it's more. I think I've got. I think Klopp's put his hand on him and said, "Listen, we need you to excel. We'll be loaning you out again, but doing it this way, we get money. We can replace you for the time being, and we can we can bring you back if you excel." I think it's as we said last time as well. It's better for him. He can settle down in Sheffield for three years now. Yeah, and he can come back when he's 22, 23. And go, do you know what? I know I've got I've got fifty goals in my locker in the Prem. I'm proving, and he could come and lead the line for us. Absolutely. You know what I, mean? uh, I think it's great. It's great business, but I don't think it's a case of him saying I want to play. I think it's more a case of Klopp saying you need to play, and we can't promise you that at the moment. So yeah. get off, and if it works, come back. If not, you've got your own. You made your own little way. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think I, it's going I've to be read good. as well that apparently because um, we haven't mentioned it, this this Shakiri thing we've discussed them loads of times. I just can't get my head around that he scores a goal like like he did against Arsenal, and then he's out the team. Yeah, and you're just like, what is happening? Klopp's laughed about it a little bit, saying it's like that time of the season where stuff's going on in the background. But I have read that 
if Shaqiri's going to make way and with Brewster making way and if we can get Wilson gone as well, that they're looking at another striker. Yeah, uh, Pats and Dacher, I've seen linked a lot. Yeah. Not seen... I've th- I, 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 I think... not seen anything about him. Um, Twitter fans are obviously delighted yeah. because they've all watched him. Of course they have. Um, so I don't, I don't know who he is, but I think Liverpool are trying to push a bit of business. I've also read that they're trying to get rid of a lot of fringe players because they're lining up a big deal next season for either Sancho or Mbappe. Or oh, Haaland um, is the other one I've seen in that. Haaland from Air Dortmund. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so apparently, yeah, that's what I've read as well. We want a marquee signing next season, don't we? See, this is the thing with Liverpool, though. Why would, like, if you can get rid of a few fringe players and the way Michael Edwards just gets rid of the kids for 20 mil and that, and that all adds up to, you've got 100 million, and then FSG, you've got a goal, you know what? There's 50 mil on top of it. Buy him, buy who you want. Yeah. So, and you're getting a world class player, but it's all rumours for now. Well, that's it. I mean, you sell Brewster, you sell Wilson, Azigi, and Shakiri. That pays for apparently what we can get Mbappe for next season. It's madness. So um, it's it's that easy with Michael Edwards. I mean, Michael Edwards could probably get five mil for me. <laughs> oh, Canelo wouldn't be surprised, lad. <laughs> but um, no, I've got a sneaky feeling though. If this if this is true that there are another forwards coming in, I think you're going to see Rigi gone as well. Yeah, it's it's whether it's whether there's any interest in him. As I say, he doesn't look bothered at the minute, so it's up to him. Or, well, it's up to Edwards to say he's the best player in the world, but we just don't haven't got any room for him at the minute. Or it's up for Origi to come on in, maybe against Villa, and show a bit of something for someone to go, hang on a minute, let's have a look at him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he can't live off He can't live off the Barcelona and the Champions League goals for his no, whole career. That, that's what, what, what great players don't do. As soon as a great player's done that, they celebrate it, they enjoy it, they put a little plaque up in their house that they've, that, that they've done, and then they go again and they... They want to look for, for new adventures and new new goals and new stories, but Arrighi does. I don't. I don't even think he's arrogant or anything like that. I just think I don't know whether he's realised like he's playing with Salah and Mane. Yeah. And just it's not. He's not the same level, unfortunately. No. And when you've got players like Jota coming in, you instantly. I said on the podcast last week, he's like a, like a dead kite. He just he's just here, there, and everywhere. He got into three positions within the box. Two scores at Atzer. Yeah. And a Just didn't get near it. No, no, that's it. No, it's a, it's an interesting time to add though, with we're only a few days left at the transfer window, so you know, we might have to come back to this in a few days' time if uh, if something does materialise, but we'll wait and see. Um the one thing I do want to just touch on as well, which we we haven't mentioned at all, is a Champions League draw. So I was just about to say it last. We got Ajax, Atalanta and a. Uh, I don't know how to so, say the name. Midgetland is what I called them. Yeah, Denmark. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I'm happy with that group myself. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good group. Don't get me wrong, it's not easy. It's a, it's going to be, I think it's going to be the most exciting group in terms of goals because Atlant- Atlanta and Ajax are free-flowing like us. Yeah. I think there'll be a lot of goals. You, you, I, think, I think that Danish team is similar to, like, a similar as well. Like, they love playing that f- sort of free-flowing attack on football. So I think all six games. I think. All about. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a shame for us, like who, who goes to the European away and we can't go the diamond to, to Italy. Um, something I didn't know. I don't know whether Atlanta played the San Siro. I think it's for the Champions League games. I think I'm not sure if their home ground it doesn't meet the like requirements for the Champions League. It's mad, isn't it? 
So it would have been it would have been nice to go to the from Amsterdam and just the San Siro and to Midgetland, but unfortunately it's not looking like it's gonna be the case. But no. as a group as a whole, I think that's it. I don't want it to be an overlooked group. I don't want to sit here and say we're gonna absolutely piss it because we when teams come to us sometimes we do struggle. But yeah. we could all well, look at it on the other hand, they're gonna come and sign a tackle of a pool. We're one of the best teams in the world, so we will win. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a few tasty groups, but I, I'm looking forward to ours. Yeah, I mean, I actually, you know, haven't had a competitive game against them since 1966. So, you know, this is a new. There's only there's only so often in like your life, sort of, as a Liverpool fan now, especially where you get the chance to see us take on a new team. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think we get that with all three teams. So. It's, um, it's nice to it's mix it up. Go, it's going to be good, lad. It's going to be. It's a, it's a, as I say, it's a tasty group. It's, um, there's no malice towards any of the teams, so you sort of you're looking at them going. Let's let's see what they can do. Yeah, it's one of them. It's like just see what happens. But it's a it's a good group. Going to be some good footy players. I'm looking forward to it. I think we'll top the group. Yeah. Um, but I want I want to I want to see little Midgetland come second. Yeah, it'd be boss, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be nice just for them to, to to cause a shock. Or Atlanta. I've seen a few clips of Atlanta and they play some. Like vulgar footy going forward. Yeah, they were. They were um. They were the top scorers in Serie A last season, I think. That's some going there. Um, Have you seen the video of the um, the Midgetland? I don't know whether it's the captain celebrating when they get drawn in our group. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen the picture. Yeah, like yeah. I haven't seen the video. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, but that that's what Liverpool. That's the level Liverpool are at now, which is which is nice. We want other teams celebrating that they're in a group with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. We want well, them to, to relish it. When, um, you know, when, when teams get drawn against Liverpool and they're delighted. So yeah. I think getting rid of the draw in the FA Cup's a bit snarled because imagine, imagine playing for someone like Kidderminster or somewhere and getting drawn and playing at Anfield and they're getting that chance taken away. Yeah, I know. Um, just wanted to touch on this as well with you saying about obviously you know, you go to, you'd normally go to European aways and that and like Amsterdam and Milan and all that would be boss ones, but um, apparently I've read that like UEFA are going to allow the teams in Europe to have home fans in. Well, that'll be a bit sad, won't it? I know I don't know how much truth there is to that, like, but apparently okay. UEFA are trying to push for um for fans back in the stadium sooner rather than later. Well, I've heard um, the Danish team they've already got fans back. I've seen a few people on Twitter. Actually, in a queue, signing up for a season ticket, which enables them to get into the Champions League games. Yeah, I've seen that's like eighteen quid a month or something, isn't it? So, which is class. I love all that. That's why we're <laughs> the best fans in the world. Lad. The only thing that don't, the only thing with um, the European aways is like we have we've started getting these little Twitter fans that are coming now, and they want to be there and take the videos and the photos. So it. Even the European aways, there used to be magic where it's just, you know, proper Liverpool fans. I wouldn't even say just Scousers, but proper Liverpool fans who are passionate and uh, all you want to do is stand up and sing and dance and party all night. Now you've got these little ones leeching on. They don't know the songs. They don't know their ass on their elbow. Yeah. Um, I think that's what the likes of Amsterdam and, and Italy would have been like when you go to Roma. And Napoli, and places like that, they're not there because there's a bit they can be trouble. And yeah. they're, the, they're the best away for me, is where 
you've got a, a close close group of lads. We all knit together, and it can be it can be a bit moody, and that's where you see your best your best supporters. They're the best away from me, like yeah. No, it's a shame the fans aren't going to be there, like. But I say it's an, it's a good, interesting group, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, so before we move on to Villa, uh, obviously the news of Sadio uh, getting testing positive for COVID, so obviously going to be without him on Sunday. Um, Can he just wear the mask? <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think it's quite that simple. Um, it would be nice, like wouldn't it? But you know, I was saying yesterday, uh, like in the house. It, the international break's coming for once at a really good time for Liverpool because yeah. it means he's only going to miss you know the game on Sunday he's not going to miss the derby or nothing so no that's well hopefully he's alright because you don't know how it affects different people no but again it's get, it's, it is getting overlooked it's, it's um, as, a, as a not in flu in it but it, it's not it's some people have got different underlying conditions so that's it Hopefully he's alright, hopefully Thiago's alright and we can get back to normal just hopefully no one else has got it I know no, it's it's one of them, isn't it? He's just got to, as long as they follow the guidelines and that, then I think they can minimise it as much as possible. Um, like yeah, you say, just hope. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people say this on Twitter, and I agree. Like the absolute ludicrousy of like international football going ahead. When there's a when there's a global pandemic, you know what I mean. It's like, how how can you put how can you in how can you involve international football right now? It's fucking ridiculous, lad. But all they're asked about is FIFA and UEFA and all that is getting it done. Yeah, games played. That's all they're asked. All the governments asked about is them having their pub open. That's it. Suffering. It's just a fucking joke, mate. It's an absolute cock up. From top to bottom. That's putting yeah. it lightly. But, um, there should be no un, unessential travel. So, even with the European Cup and that, if it's still ongoing, then delay, delay it until, until it's safe. Having people going, doesn't matter if it's a, it's a group of 30 people flying into a different country, you might test positive. Like, look at Thiago. He's playing. He's fine. Got no symptoms. Say, the day after, we've got to fly out to Denmark to play. And then he tests positive for COVID. Yeah. Every single person he's been near is at risk. Yeah, exactly. It's just stupid. You can have you can have it one day and not have it the next. It's just mad. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, it's it's bonkers. But like you say, they're only after the money. They're not really that bothered. So they'll no. just, uh, you know, it's going to happen. So just just accept it. But as I say, kind of plays in our favour for once the international break. So it's one of them. Um, yeah. Sad. So let's let's look ahead to Villa then on Sunday. Um, Villa, I think they've started the season quite well. I think they've they've bought quite sensibly. Um, you know that Martinez, I think, is a great signing for them. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game. It was last season, um, which was your favourite game of the season, if I remember rightly. It absolutely was, and it will be again. <laughs> uh, it's I say it's gonna be a tough game without Mane, but I'm confident to Jota coming in and doing a job. Yeah, I am. Um, so I think they've they've won quite a few games on the bounce. They lost to Stoke the other day in the cup, didn't they? Yeah. Um, which was a bit of a shock, but um, yeah, I've got I've got no no worries about it. I think we'll turn up and win as always. I think we'll win quite comfortably. Um, just got to hopefully between now and tomorrow, make sure no one else gets injured or sick. 
Um, yeah. Jota, Jota comes on for me and st- starts on the on the left. Um, not sure, not sure what the midfield is, but if I'm being totally honest with you, I'd like to see Giroud get a start if he's not going to leave. Yeah, so would I actually. I think. Yeah. He's going to be that type of player. Up one, Villa wouldn't expect him to be starting, but I think he just. I don't know. He's got if Fabinho say you know, he's got that sort of bit of Fabinho in him, but he's got that like he's he's not afraid to go forward either. He's got he's got a good mix of like other defenders, but he's got that height and that like you know that uh, that strength and he's just as I say he was brilliant against Arsenal and I think if we're not going to sell him like you say, give him a few games and just see see what he's like. I mean you know he was Klopp's first signing. Klopp obviously sees something in him. Um, if we're not going to sell him, play him. Yeah, well, I think that's. I remember when Klopp came in and he said, I don't agree with loaning players out and loaning players out and loaning players out. But with him, he has. And I yeah. think the only reason is because he, he's, still a young, he's still only young. He's not a kid, but he's still only a young man. So if you, if you think the potential's there, but he's not going to actually start for you at this moment, then, then loan him out. He's done, he's done the same with Jota. He said he's been after Jota for three years. He's wanted him in his team for three years, but you'd have to wait till the right time. Yeah. And he's waited. He thinks Josh is ready to, to be a Liverpool player now. So, yeah, I'd like to see him start. I think um, yeah, he's got a bit of Fabinho about him. He's a bit rowdy in the middle. He'll get stuck in. He'll go in hard. He's not scared to get a book for the team. Um, but going forward as well, I think he's, he's going to be dangerous. He's already scored. He's, um, he's brilliant in the air. Yeah, he could have had three or four against us, <laughs> like, couldn't he? Yeah. No, and he doesn't close his eyes when he heads the ball either, which is good. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think I'd like if it, if it was gonna play a shock midfield, I'd probably like to see. I think to see him like Aston Villa. I'd like to see maybe Gruwich. He's there. And there's Henderson fit. Um, I don't know. It might be fit to start. Like I think I'd probably go. Fabinho, Keita, Gruwich. And have Gruwich push, pushed up a bit more than... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a... It's just late. Obviously, you, you can't forget about Wijnaldum here. We've got, a, we've got a great setup for midfield, but I would, I think, I think based on the few games he's had, I would, I'd like to see him start. Yeah, why not? See how he copes with it, but... It's one of them. Uh, score prediction? Um, I'm going to go for... 3-0. Alright, I am, um, yeah. I'm going to say 2 0, a bit closer, but. Um, I'm, going go, I'm going to go for 3 0, and I'm going to go for his first goal, Van Dyke. Alright, interesting. I'm going to say Firmino. We'll get this right one day, you know. <laughs> party, like, to be fair, you know what? I got the Chelsea result right, that got pointed out to me. So, uh, did, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I was quite happy with that. Um, but... I think I pointed out to you. I was wounded. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm one up on that score anyway. <laughs> right, well, uh, we'll leave it there for for this one. As I say, if uh, anything materialises transfer wise before the window shuts, we will get we will come back and do another one. But we're definitely going to have another one, proper one, full episode done before the derby. So, uh, thanks again for listening. As always, you can find us at LFC Groove on Twitter and at Liverpool Groove on Facebook and Instagram. Um, as we always say, if there's anybody out there who wants to get in touch. Uh, wants a little shout out anything at all absolutely anything uh, or anyone who just wants to give us any feedback you know we're more than happy to to take it on board and, and change how you think we need to you know we're, we're just we want to hear from you so um, we've had both of us on 
both of our own pages. We've had good responses the last couple of weeks with trying to get more Twitter followers and just people interacting with us and that. So it's been nice. Um, so yeah, thank, thanks again for listening and um, thanks to all the Everton fans who were dead weird and listened to us as well. <laughs> yes, lads. <laughs> We've colleges, we're on tears, we can see years. Yeah, I just want to put something out there as well um, to our listeners. If you can, to us, it's not a favour for us. There's a band called the Ragamuffins. If you can have a little listen to them, they're absolutely brilliant. But they've released three songs that I can think of where all the proceeds are going to the, the food bank. So um, if you can have a little look at the Ragamuffins, I think they're on Apple and Spotify. Um, they've got Paul Scout to Tommy. Obviously, we all know that. They brought a new one out called I.I.I., which is for me... Um, Minamino. Uh, and to be honest with you, I first listened to it and I was like, oh, it's all right, that. And now it's on loop on my phone. It <laughs> hates me because I'm singing it in the face. I'm waking her up to it every morning. I can't get it out of my head. And then you've got C. Senor for Firmino as well. All songs, all proceeds go to the to support on the food bank. So it's, um, it's, it's great to get you up for the match to... <laughs> Some of them, they are good laugh. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. To be fair, it. like I had a listen the other day, and I was the same as you. I was like, with that meaning, you one. I was like, yeah, it's all right, this. And then played it well, again. I was like, this is my favourite song in the world. Well, I can't. I, we, we, we were driving out the other day for about twenty minutes, and every time it ended, she'd just look at me, and I'd just click repeat, and we'd be gone. <laughs> and she'd be like, "Fuck it, now I've got it on Alexa, playing on loop, even when I'm in work, just to, to get it up there because it's just it's flying." It's, it's, a, boss. it's unbelievable, absolute, but like I say, more importantly, it's for the for the great cause. So, just saying, more importantly, you know, as well as being a boss wrong, uh, it's for the great cause as well. So, yeah, they've done a few, so and you, and you can't knock that. But an up and coming bands, I think they've been involved with Boss Night as well. So they are um, they're quite well known amongst the pro fans. So if you can give them a follow and have a little listen to their stuff, it's some there's some great stuff, but. More importantly, the Liverpool ones are for the food bank, so give them a listen. Yeah, that'll do us then, so we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Adios. Sports Social Podcast Network.